0: Welcome to the Matt Vatcher Podcast, recording here on a Monday night, watching Monday Night Football. I am back home in Raleigh, finally, uh, after three weeks in Montreal. Spent the weekend up in New York City, had an amazing time there. Uh, I really love that city. Um, one of my favorite cities. If it just didn't get so cold there, I could totally see myself living there. But that's besides the point, we're here. Uh, we're recording. We're going to have Brent Schwartz on for, for the NFL. Um, we had a crazy week. A uh, crazy Sunday yesterday. Uh, Patriots are back. I'm Me and Brennan are feeling great about ourselves again. After last week shitting all over the Patriots, I, I think we'll be in store for something, uh, something good today. Uh, we'll have a little live action about the Chiefs and Broncos game. Obviously, you'll know what's happened to the game since this will be recorded after or uh, be released after the game is over, but we'll have some commentary on that and have some good commentary on the NFL in general, so stay tuned. Um, Coming up here soon, the NBA season is starting, and I'm super excited about that. My Boston Celtics look to make a good run in the East, Um, and we're going to have a lot of great NBA content as well, so definitely stay tuned for that. Um, And we're going to have Brent Schwartz on. Here we go. Brent Schwartz with me now on the phone. Brent, the Patriots are back, and we are Super Bowl champions again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> almost, almost. One win away.
0: Oh, man. So, um, I mean, this is going to be the third time we shouted out Raul, but I feel bad for him, man, because he had these 3-0 and Dolphins uh, coming to New England. This is the time you want to play New England. They are just off a terrible loss. The weather's pretty good for, you know, Miami. They're used to the warm weather. And then all of a sudden they come they come back to the being the real Dolphins.
1: Yeah, that wasn't really that that's not really what I expected. I expected the Patriots to win. I didn't expect it to be that big of a blowout. Tannehill has been pretty magnificent in his last eleven starts before this game. He was ten and one. Now of course those eleven starts are spread out across two seasons. So that information is it's a little inaccurate in terms of what was coming into this game, but the Dolphins literally couldn't do anything. This is probably one of the best defensive performances I've ever seen from this Patriots defense in terms of this like new-age new, new age deep bend but-don't-break unit over the last couple of years. Miami really couldn't do anything, and now you're looking at a team that's I don't even know if they're wild-card worthy because they haven't really beaten anyone. Brian Tannehill seems like he's solidified himself as sort of like the Alex Smith in terms of he's going to beat all these bad teams, he can't really beat the good teams. And Miami just cannot win in New England. Now, they, they win at home against New England all the time. But yeah. th- that was a pretty bad performance by them, just as much as it was a good performance by the Patriots.
0: No, I mean, one thing that I'm really scared of is that if we're going to get this inconsistent defense all year, then that's really going to bug the hell out of me. But I am glad to see, obviously, they finally stepped up. And I don't know what the heck got into them to – play like that after what we saw against the Lions and what we saw against the Jags as well. But uh I'm not I mean I'm not optimistic really yet about this team. I still I'm really excited to get Edelman back though this Thursday night and I think that'll help Brady offensively. I know we looked good, but Brady still threw two picks and they were they weren't very pretty either.
1: Yeah, I I did some grades on the on the Patriots uh chat that that I could uh, that I could plug the Patriots wire site and I give Brady a B minus. I didn't think Brady was that great particularly. No. I thought the running backs were great. I thought the offensive line was great. I think Brady's still trying to find his rhythm. You look at guys like Gordon; he doesn't know a lot of the playbook. He looked good in the limited amount of routes that he was running since he doesn't really know the playbook. That's probably going to be the same case just about against the Colts on Thursday, considering this is a True, short, week. short week. Right, but after that they have a ten day ten day break, so he should get acclimated. Edelman should probably be almost fully back after 10 days of practice and a game at that point. But the offense really hasn't found its rhythm. It was cool to see them have a good running game. The offensive line actually has been great. David Andrews, I just saw a tweet, is ranked second in the league in terms of centers on pro football focus. The offensive line is fine. They're fine, and the inconsistency is going to come. Also, they're 2-0 at home, 0-2 on the road, and the differences are pretty stark in that. So hopefully that does not continue to be a trend.
0: Yeah, true, and uh, also Bill Simmons today was kind of talking about um, Gronkowski, how he doesn't look like the normal Gronk. I mean, do you think this is kind of a like on? he's done with his prime, like he's on the decline now, or it's just like a slow start for him and he'll be back to normal?
1: I think Gronk overall, we're looking at a guy that's probably about 85% as good as he used to be. But also, when you look at the Patriots' slow starts, you could kind of translate that to Gronk's career in terms of, you know, the last four or five years, you know, now that he, at that point, he had already been through a few injuries, it was different than the beginning of his career, he seems to start off slow, and everyone's like, oh, is Gronk done, and then every time, somewhere around mid-October, game six, seven, eight, maybe even game five coming up this Thursday if he plays, and always was questionable with an ankle injury, Gronkowski just seems to, to, start, to start rolling, and I, I think you'll expect some of that. I think he can still take over a game at points, as he did against the Steelers last year, and in the second half of Super Bowl 52. But he's not that every week sort of must-start in fantasy. Well, he is a must-start because there's not that many tight ends. But he's not that, like, he's not going to get you 15 or 20 points per week if if we're going by fantasy terms. It's different. He's not quite as dominant all the time, but he still can be.
0: Right, yeah. I'm just not ready for the Gronk era to be over, man. This is, like, my favorite player. I love his personality, all that kind of thing. So I really hope that he can find his stride. I'm pretty sure he will. I mean, he still looks dominant out there. I just think he's getting he's getting a lot of double teams, so I'm not really sure. too worried about him. Once Brady gets going, once Josh Gordon figures out the playbook, we have Incredibleman back, then I think everything will be fine for uh, for Gronk.
1: For sure, for sure. But yeah, I, I mean, think could be fine. Yeah.
0: But the Dolphins fans um I feel really bad for them. I was saying earlier because they're 3 and 0. And I mean, with a win here, then the Pats are really in trouble 1 and 3. And then they lose. They're losing, the the tiebreaker, the Dolphins. If they lose this game, Dolphins be four now, and zero, and then it just seemed like the typical Dolphins. Uh, they came back, came back. To it it was, was a
1: huge win. Yeah, it was a huge win for the Patriots because if the Dolphins win that, then you're lo- then it's time to panic, and you you might be looking at a new AFC's champion and something that the Patriots fans would have to watch kind of slowly transpire over the year. Maybe that, that that wouldn't have put it away, but um, the Dolphins now three and one. They're going to go to the three and one Bengals, then they're going to host the Bears after that. Yeah, they, they could be three and three here very quickly, and they, they kind of have the feel and look of a team that that goes three and zero earlier. The Bills did this a couple of years, a couple seasons over the last few years. It doesn't look like they're going to be going going anywhere, and it's crazy how how quickly things can turn.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Also, I was looking at the odds and the Patriots before this game. I think they're like. They were still minus three hundred. I know you don't do sports betting now, allowed to, but they were just right. a huge. they were still a huge favorite to win the uh, AFC East, and now it's like double. So basically, there's no chance we don't win it. Is what they're saying.
1: Yeah, it was a huge swing game for for September. One of the bigger September games in recent memory for any team, I would say.
0: Yeah, but we can. We don't have to go with the Patriots because I know last week we probably. Killed all our fans off by talking so much Pats. Uh.
1: We'll, do, we'll do a lot of Pats. It's a pretty big win, but I think that we I think we cover the corners. Edelman coming back is going to be huge. I think you'll see that. They should dominate the Colts. We'll talk more Pats when they play the Chiefs and Bears in, in the weeks after this one. That That's when Pats talk will really ramp up, I suspect.
0: True, yeah. And I thought probably the best game of the day, and you did as well, I'm sure, was the Bengals at Falcons. And th- this was a hell of a game. Andy Dalton looks unreal this year so far and the falcons somehow are one and three and they've how many home games have they lost so they lost two home games
1: they have lost the last two games which were both at home at least yeah, yeah. the third loss was against the eagles
0: on the road. yeah so wow so they're mm, oh wow crazy yeah they're yeah, one and two at home so, I mean, this is your Super Bowl pick, Brent. Are you yeah, are you counting them out? I'm jumping
1: off the bandwagon, and I have a little bit of an excuse. Their defense, which is fast, quick, and young, they're missing Deion Jones and Keanu Neal. We went into depth on this last week. Now it really seems to be a problem, especially in that Dan Quinn system. Then they lose Ricardo Allen, another defensive back, now also for the season. It's just crazy. They, they kind of have a little bit of a pass rush, but it's not. it doesn't get there consistently enough to, to sort of win them a game. And it's ironic because as soon as they fix the offense,
0: right uh, exactly <laughs> at will,
1: Calvin Ridley's been unbelievable. He has, I believe, five or six touchdowns in the last two games. Yeah, I just He's had amazing. to pick
0: him up in fantasy. He's been doing so good.
1: Yeah, it's amazing that he was still, still, um, still there. <laughs> but the Falcons at one and three, it's 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 pretty much over for them. Those are two games they had to win, and and really all three losses were, were crushing losses at the end. They they should be four zero, healthy and on their way. To look like a team that could make the NFC Championship or more, now I am jumping off that bandwagon. I'm jumping it. I'm jumping off. Sure. But
0: like you said, they could still be four and zero. So I would maybe stick around because if they can turn this around, still make the playoffs, then you never know what they could right. do. Right.
1: But it's just even if they had won those games and made one stop, you're talking about the amount of points they're allowing right now True. at home. It's not a good sign. They're just a team that seems to be their mo. They continue to lose these close type of games dating even before Super Bowl 51, the 2012 AFC Championship with Matt Ryan. They have a 17 nothing lead. They oh, yeah. pull to the 49ers. They
0: just do this. Yeah, I mean, the Matt Ryan's actually looked really well. He had like 420 passing yards, three TDs, no picks. So right. it's, it's totally on the defense at this point. And yep. it's going to be tough for them um, in that division as well, playing Drew Brees and Cam Newton. Uh, forget the Bucs. We can talk about them later, but they're done. The Bucks are
1: done. That was a cute little storyline. I could have projected it. I didn't think Brian Fitzpatrick. <laughs> I didn't think. I mean, I think we all knew deep down that this was not going to continue. The defense is atrocious. That showed against the Bears. They made Mitch Trubisky look like a star. Nothing against Trubisky. Yeah, I actually that wanted to talk
0: about him. that. It was what? Right. He had five touchdown. <laughs> passing touchdowns in the first half,
1: right? Six overall. But Trubisky, I-, I think he was taking a little bit too much. F- Uh, too much flack recently. The Bears have a talented team. The only teams I look at that are probably more talented than them are the Rams and maybe the Vikings, who are struggling. But everyone's saying that Trubisky's holding them back. There was a big column on NFL.com about how how can the Bears make this easier for Trubisky so he basically doesn't ruin it.
0: They are good. They have a talented, really talented team overall.
1: Right, and they re- they should be 4-0. Talk about the Falcons. Maybe that's a little stretch, although all those games are close. The Bears are 3-1 with a 20-point blown lead to a hobble Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Yes. Yeah, that's good. But they do lead the division now, and they look like the best team right now by far. And Trubisky looked great. Now, he's kind of like Blake Bortles in that performance against New England. You're not going to get this from him every week. Yes, he can lose some games for you. But he's a young quarterback in year two learning a new system, so it's essentially like a year 1.5. He's going to be good. But Tampa Bay made him look a lot better than he actually is, and I think everyone knows that. And Tampa Bay's done, and rightfully so. They're going back with Jameis Winston at this point.
0: Yeah, I was, I was going to say, Brent, don't uh, don't talk this guy up like you talked up Kirk Cousins a few weeks ago because I'm telling you right now, this isn't going to last very long. I know he had this great game, but there's 0% chance that I'm counting him as a great quarterback after one game against the Bucks.
1: Um. Oh, Trubisky? Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Trubisky is not yet a great quarterback. Right now, obviously, we're taping this pod during uh, a Kansas City at Denver game, which yeah. is tied up in their late third. Good game. Patrick Mahomes was in the same draft. He has a full uh one less season of starting since he only started Week 17 last year right. while Trubisky played all year. And you're looking at a guy that's a much better quarterback who's ready to shine than Trubisky, who was drafted eight spots behind him. Um. Trubisky's good. We'll see what happens. He has probably two more years after this to show, show his hand with this talented team. But he's a little inconsistent. I don't yeah. know if he's holding them back, but he's certainly not a major strength on that team.
0: Yeah, I mean, I definitely don't trust him. But I don't know. We can see. I mean, he did play good against the Bucks, and the Bucks defense—they're uh, not very good, obviously. But Are they uh, we can go ahead and should we just go ahead and crush the Ryan P- Fitzpatrick storyline since Jameis is starting next week?
1: Yes, we can crush it. I thought I didn't think Tampa Bay was going to win that game. I also advised um, one, one of our friends, Cal Sly, who who likes to ask us the fantasy questions for the game. He asked me either Ryan Fitzpatrick <laughs> or Carson Wentz. I told him to go with Wentz. I said, no, no, sir, for Fitzpatrick on the road. Tyler, one of our other friends in another league, did start Fitzpatrick on the road. That's a no start. No, you could tell this thing was winding down. But I did think that he was going to do well enough – to where Tampa Bay would continue to ride with him, but he was so atrocious and that was so bad of a performance by Tampa Bay overall that Dirk Cutter wants major changes. At the press conference afterward he said the whole team should be fired. Oh wow. And that I think that kinda of sparked, you know, you know, the switch to Winston. And you could kinda of see where that was going. Fitzpatrick.
0: I mean, yeah, he, I feel like even that even after that Steelers game it kinda of felt like they were starting to push him away a little bit.
1: Right, and he did have that comeback. He played well in the second half after an atrocious first half with three picks. But you kinda of see the play was starting to slip. That wasn't gonna that, that wasn't gonna survive throughout the season, even with the good receivers and uh Mike Evans and Deshaun Jackson.
0: Yeah, I mean it was a good two weeks storyline to start the NFL season off. We had Fitzpatrick and Mahomes basically our M V P candidates in the first two right. weeks, but no, I mean, yeah. It was fun while it lasted uh, Fitzpatrick, oh. but eventually you had to come back to earth. So Right. Mahomes it's, will continue, not Fitzpatrick. Uh, Mahomes, yeah. He's, he, God, man. Some of these throws that he makes tonight are just unbelievable. I'm,
1: he's been great. It's a couple third and fifteens where I thought he was cross, across the line. I'm sure everyone will have seen this play by the time this popped yeah.
0: up.
1: Throwing it across the middle field, he's a great player. Now, Denver just scored, it looks like, but I don't yeah. know what, who the flag is on.
0: Yeah. But something I was going to say about Mahomes, so earlier in the game they were talking about how this is like the next Aaron Rodgers or whatever, which made right. me start thinking, okay, Aaron Rodgers, how old is he, 35 now or about to be 35? About to be
1: 35. Okay. Near the end of the
0: He's years. about to be 35. He's been hurt, it seems like, every season for the last like four or five. He played not very good against the Bills. I know they won 22-0. Still looked terrible offensively. And he has one Super Bowl. I mean, and everyone always says, oh, this guy's better than Brady. He's the most talented guy. Blah, 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 blah. Bullshit. But uh, <laughs> do you think is it's possible that we could be seeing the end of the great Aaron Rodgers, like, in his prime?
1: Um, or am I
0: going way too far in four weeks Not of way too
1: far, because it's, it's an interesting discussion, considering that he hasn't been able to stay healthy, and Green Bay has not been able to take advantage of some of his prime years. Now, they've gotten a little better at the Jimmy Graham. I mean, Jimmy Graham scored a touchdown yesterday. He's a fine weapon, but he's hes like a number three option on a great offense nowadays. He's not doing that much on a, you know, basically outside the red zone. He's not a huge X-factor type of top five end anymore. So outside of that, you're looking at Devontae Adams, and that's basically it. I know he has a rapport with Cobb, but he's not really doing much in, in terms of you know, creating mismatches in the defense. What I'm trying to say is, they haven't really supplied Rodgers with the talent for him to to thrive. You know, he's done his best, but and also he's all, he's always hurt. So it's an interesting conversation because I'm pretty optimistic, seeing that I think Rodgers will eventually get one more ring. But if that is to come, that that's probably I don't, you know I don't see him playing with his injuries into the mid 40s. Although he said he switched his diet, he said he wants to play that long. I don't see that, so I think if Green Bay is to win one more ring and if Rodgers is to vault higher up on that quarterback list, as everyone already else puts him up there, in reality it's not the case. Not yet. He's probably a top seven or eight guy all-time now. But if he wins one more ring, he's a top three guy. If he wins that ring, it's going to have to happen in the next three seasons. So it's it's, going to be interesting to see. It looks like he's banged up again. I don't think it's this season. I think the rest of the NFC has too much talent. I don't think the prime is over, but it just doesn't look like Green Bay is, is helping him out enough.
0: No, I don't think so either. I don't think they have any chance this year to uh, to win their division. They just don't look good. And if if I would have told you, Brent, in 2011 after they won the Super Bowl that Rodgers wouldn't have another ring by now, you would have called me crazy by, at that point.
1: I would have thought that he had at least had two at this point. I still think he gets two. He's not winning more than that. Even three seasons ago, three or four seasons the way it was going, I think he won a second MVP in 2014. I'm like, this guy might get to – Whatever, three rings challenge Brady for for the throne. He's great. He's the most talented quarterback of all time. If he has a couple more great statistical seasons, he's probably still going to finish as a top five guy. But for him to be the best ever, he's got to win at least two more rings. And, yeah. and That's just how we view things. Or he's going to have to have some great seasons. He can't even stay on the field. So this is something that's going to have
0: to change. Right. That's that's what be. I'm saying. Is that I mean I wasn't trying to you know create a goat controversy or anything but the fact that we haven't really seen a great Aaron Rodgers it seems like in a long time and he's getting older and I'm just a little worried that maybe Mahomes is actually replacing the great Aaron Rodgers so we don't we don't actually know for sure
1: could happen you see some similarities in Mahomes is obviously a little bit more athletic you know maybe not the great decision maker that Rodgers is now but with Andy Reid, man, it, it's looking like it. He turned Alex Smith and, and Donovan McNabb into great quarterbacks. McNabb was great. Smith true. was
0: great,
1: And Mahomes was awesome.
0: Yeah, true. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that for sure. Um, Mahomes probably still leads the MVP race after tonight's game. It's still well, it's 2013 now. but
1: Yeah, if he doesn't win this and he, and he doesn't look good in the fourth quarter, I think Goff's played well enough to – True. to be right there with him. But again, it's four weeks in. I tend to wait until at least after six weeks, maybe eight, to start having that discussion.
0: Yeah, and um, I mean, that's definitely fair. And speaking of like an MVP conversation, you actually can make the case for Jared Goff because, um, I mean, if they go, if they win 14 games, if they win 15 games, it's definitely going to be someone from that team, and that would leave, I guess, Gurley and Goff, right?
1: It would. I think the only way the Rams go like 15-1 and and someone doesn't win it is if, you know, Goff and Gurley start, you know, they and the Rams just start winning games without great statistical production, which could happen when they when they kinda have everything locked up at the end of the year and like someone like Mahomes goes crazy, gets the Chiefs to 13 and 3 with, with more better stats, that could happen. But yeah, no, as the Rams offense last year was more way more about Gurley. This year it's more about McVeigh and Goff together and kind of what they can do in yeah. terms of the offense. They running Gurley out as a receiver, they're throwing to him. Gurley's still their best overall weapon. But Brandon Cooks, uh, Cooks. Did, in addition, yeah, you have him on fantasy?
0: No, unfortunately, do you?
1: Oh, okay. I do in one of my leagues, one of my 27 leagues. No, <laughs> the league with my cohorts at NFL.com, I do have him, and he's been great. Um, a lot of people were on Twitter saying the Patriots could use Brandon Cooks. The way his contract was playing out, he was he's due for a huge deal next year. Well, he was going to well, be he Rams. Is, yeah,
0: the, he got his the money Patriots, now.
1: Yeah, the the Patriots were not gonna be able to pay that. He was very good with the Patriots, but it wasn't it wasn't quite the fit. You know, Brady's not gonna be throwing deep like that all the time, although he was great at it. But with the Rams, what a fit Brandon Cooks is. He's the perfect player for that system. They thrived with Sammy Watkins last year doing that. He now goes to Kansas City. Cooks they have Cooks, they have Robert Woods as a possession guy, Cooper Cup in the slot, Gurley, and Goff has really made the jump in year three. The Rams are unstoppable. Go, Goff does look like the MVP to me right now, if Mahomes can't pull this game out.
0: Yeah, well, to have like they have a player like Cooks now in this two-hand touch league that we have. I feel like it's just such an asset now because you either draw a flag. I mean, you can't do anything to these wide receivers, so I feel like that that one really hurt us and kind of at the end of things. And who did we get with that pick? We got Sonny Michelle with that pick that the Rams gave us, right?
1: Uh, We got the number 23 pick. The Pats got the 23rd pick, which they got Isaiah Wynn. Which okay, that was okay. have to wait a while to analyze that because he could really turn into a really good prospect. It's just going to take a couple years. True. And the Rams paid cooks, you know. The Rams have decided to go all out for Super Bowl this year. Guys like Tali, Marcus Peters,
0: Konsu, yeah. they're not going to be able to be there for a long time, but they paid four or five guys. Yeah, and I know we talked about this last week, but for right now I have the Rams ahead of everybody by far. I mean, it's not even close. It feels like it's the Rams... And then kind of the Chiefs. Uh, I mean, I guess it depends on this game that's happening right now. You know, they're still like great offensively, um, but then it just feels like everyone else is just like a two and two type of team.
1: Right. I, I think the Rams are by far the best team right now. I tried to say that the Jaguars were two weeks ago, and then they had the loss to the Titans. It's the Rams by far now. Depending, I mean, whatever happens in this game tonight, it looks like the Chiefs are gonna have trouble winning this. They they don't have the ball. They're down seven. They're heading into the fourth quarter, and they're at Denver. This might be the first true test. Mahomes slips up, and that's okay. But the Rams, far and away the best team. I'm making a top ten now, and I just can't see anybody else even near them. But there's about seven or eight teams after that that are kind of really good. The Chiefs, the Saints, the Jaguars, the Titans, but the Rams. Woo, 14-15 wins is what they look like in that crappy NFC West.
0: Yeah, and I want to touch on the Saints as well. Uh, They beat the Giants, and I just want to go ahead and say this for the pod and say it for the record and just throw it out there. Right. and this and this I have thought for three or four years. But Eli Manning is completely garbage, washed up, terrible, one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. I'm just saying it right now.
1: I would say right now he is washed up and one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. Yes, I, throughout his career he's not been garbage. His 2011 season right. was one of the best I've ever seen from start to finish. Only Brady and Rogers really played better, and they and not and they did not play better. They're outplayed by him in the playoffs. But um. No, yeah, Eli Manning's done. The offensive line situation isn't helping. They added Solder, Will Hernandez. They still stink. The Giants are done. They're, they're going to have to rebuild to get an offensive line, get a new QB. They still have weapons. Eli's done. The Saints also, we might have misjudged in week one. Their defense still is not very good. Yeah. They're moving. They allowed 48 points to Tampa Bay. But Breeze, speaking of MVP.
0: Oh, if, he's got if, a if chance. Like,
1: right. If guys like Goff and Mahomes weren't going so crazy, He'd be right there as one of your more natural MVPs without like a silly season, which looks like we're getting from the Rams and Chiefs. But Brees has been awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean he he continues to show that he's like close to the Brady level where he his age doesn't matter. And next right. game he's gonna set the all times passing record. So I mean he'll go down obviously as like a top eight quarterback of all time. Unfortunately he doesn't get the credit right. he deserves because he was in the Manning Brady Rogers area. But right. He's one of the more consistent quarterbacks I've ever seen, and um, and he's taking this team to three and one after you know week one. We're like, oh man, this defense is awful. They're back to the Saints defense, but I know it still doesn't look great. But I mean, for me, for now, you definitely would say they're going to win at least the eight, uh, NFC South.
1: I would say so. The Saints look like a top five team right now. They're three and one. They're going to host Washington on Monday Night Football next week. Can't see them losing that. So they're going to be four and yeah, one four most and likely. One. They're a good team. They're a good team. The defense, all they need to get is basically back to average on defense because the running back, wide receiver, or basically just the trio, you know, with Roethlisberger, Bell, and Brown, not really a thing right now. I don't think you can really beat Breeze, uh, Kamara, and Michael Thomas right now because Michael Thomas is really challenging for the best receiver in football. Kamara is a great du- dual Yeah, Camara is
0: unbelievable.
1: Right, both of them are. Thomas is on a record pace here with catches saints are good that was i mean i know the giants stink but that was a pretty good road win that's something they struggled with you know outside road games mm-hmm. and they look good i think the saints are a top five team right now very quiet watch out for them watch out for them They're experienced with breeze and Pitt.
0: i'm really curious to find out how they're gonna play out um when ingram comes back because camara looks like he even looks like a better power runner sometimes than mark ingram he he breaks so many big runs. He does everything. He does. They don't even really need Mark Ingram, so it'll right. be interesting to see how they kind of try to put Ingram back into the rotation. Right.
1: Well, if anything, this is to basically spell Kamara some. They started going towards Kamara once they realized his talent last year, although Ingram shot out to the gates as, as a great running back last year. Ingram was drafted in 2011, so you're looking at a guy that's about 30 at this point. True. I think he's just going to be there to kind of take some of the burden off Kamara and supply... a you know, a, a run game that, that can pound it down teams' throats, you know. Maybe against a team like the Rams, I know they have that great interior, you know, the duo of, of Donald and Sue. They don't really have great linebackers. So if that when, once that matchup comes up, that could be something where, where – our game where Ingram
0: could thrive. Yeah. Um, staying on the NFC side, I wanted to get your opinion on this because we haven't talked about this at all, actually, but Earl Thomas flicks off his own sideline yesterday yeah. against the Cardinals. And – uh, I just want to get your opinion on how you thought, of, like, what you thought about this.
1: Well, first of all, I heard for Earl Thomas because he pleaded and he really made it.
0: He wanted that money.
1: That he wanted a new deal. He had the Players Tribune article on it explaining the situation. Yeah. He he didn't want it be uh he didn't want it to be misinterpreted by the media to the Seattle fans. It makes Le'Veon Bell's situation look a, you know look a lot more understandable in terms of from his vantage point. I think Earl Thomas. I don't know if he's just mad I, I, I think it's basically just directed at the team mad at Pete Carroll and John Snyder GM, for not yeah. Giving him that you know. yeah because he's not going yeah the GM because he's not going to get the money that you thought that he would get at this point you know in and NFL.com and, and a lot of outlets had a story this morning saying that there was a basically a deal almost in place for him to get sent to Kansas City the chiefs were clearing out cap space for him Chiefs could use him Their yeah. defense well we very all good thought he
0: was going to get to the Cowboys too
1: right. One of the two teams. Basically, he was going to get traded, and he was going to get at least close to the money that he won, an extension by one of those teams. It probably would have been in in with the deal, already been predetermined. Now he's probably just going to go to free agency, and teams will be willing to pay, but not for what he wanted. So that's, that's the look of a guy who's frustrated. With Le'Veon Bell now saying he's going to come back in week seven, that could give a boost to the Steelers, but don't know what Bell's thinking to make that decision right after seeing... Thomas situation. Yeah, that,
0: that really surprised me today, but it still looks like they're, he's on the trading block, and I wonder if like right. some sort of team will make a move for him.
1: Yeah, he's on the way out, and a lot of teams, who look like the Jets and other teams that have the cap space might make that. That's all over the place. The Eagles, on Sunday morning, were, were mentioned as, as an aggressive suitor, so it just show, goes to show you the Eagles and the Rams willing to do whatever it takes for a one-year Super Bowl run, so I kind of like that, but yeah, he'll certainly be on the trade.
0: Yeah. Block. Well, speaking of the Eagles... They lost to the Titans this week, and it can't make me happier to see all these Eagles fans are not, you know, banging on their chests anymore. Like when they were just bragging the whole offseason. Right. Where, where are they at now? I don't see them. I don't see any right. any of the fans well, they're anymore.
1: They're back crap in But yeah, I,
0: I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> but do you think? I mean, are you still considering them a Super Bowl favorite to get there?
1: Yeah, if we widen the term favorite, I think the Rams are definitely the best team in the NFC at this point. But the Eagles. It, this basically just goes to show you how hard it is to repeat as champions or even just to get to the Super Bowl and go back the next year. The Patriots obviously going through – they went through probably a worse swoon than usual. Carson Wentz is getting eased back in. This was the first game back for Alshon Jeffrey, but they whole all receiving core is banged up. Ajayi's playing banged up. The defense has been good, but you look for them to improve. The Eagles are a team that's going to get rolling here as we approach Halloween, heading into November, December. They're going to be the team to watch. They're going to be the team that the media goes – Oh, they have the experience. They come in at eleven and five, the three seed. Watch out for them.
0: True, yeah. I like true. the
1: Rams, but I think the Eagles will be fine. I just don't think it's Super Bowl year. But we got to see with Wentz. He's clearly not the same as of now. He's easing back in.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think he'll be fine too. He's, he's still young. Uh, he's still learning. I mean, last year I know he had a MVP type season, but he's um. I mean, he's gonna be just fine. I think he'll still end up career wise. Oh, it's hard to say, but, like, he will be one of the top QBs, like, two, three years from now, like an MVP candidate, probably right back to it. But this season, I don't know. Seems like more of a wash, like a Super Bowl hangover season.
1: I could see that. It's going to be a mild hangover. They're going to win the NFC East and and win a playoff game maybe. But I don't see them being better than the Rams, even come January. Uh,
0: One game I do want to say, uh, touch on, is the (laughs) Raiders-Browns, where it was a... very interesting game to say the least, but John Gruden got his first win as a Raider, which right. who the hell thought they're gonna win that game at one point. Baker Mayfield threw four picks and all the Browns fans are still so excited about this guy. Uh what I mean, what did you make of this game?
1: Baker Mayfield basically did his best uh Brett Favre impression. With <laughs> some great plays and some bad plays. He threw twice, he threw a pick six early, which wasn't totally his fault. He came back. Breaker Mayfield show, showed poise. I still think at this point he's going forward. I have him as the second best of that draft. We'll, we'll see what happens. Obviously, it's it's a little bit of a guess. Who's first? Time. I like Rosen. I, okay. I don't think Arizona has much around him. I think he's really going to – I think he was the best prospect coming in. And I think by year, probably three or four, we'll start seeing that.
0: But, yeah, I was um, pretty I like convinced fans. on everybody except for Josh Allen, I felt like.
1: Yeah, and even he had that – although wacky and probably – arbitrary performance in, uh, in Minnesota.
0: Minnesota. He
1: hasn't looked bad. I mean, Lamar Jackson's a guy who probably can start until year three. But, no, I like Rosen.
0: Gotcha. Anyway, so um, John Gruden, they, they've they had some questions. really close yeah, games.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was the original question. It was like, I went on a tangent. Um, <laughs> they have. They, all four of them have been close. And they finally won this one, and it really took basically a screw-up by the Browns. who didn't go for it on fourth and inches. We had a questionable ref call. that should have been a fumble. They had debate. They had to, They were down eight, so they had to score a touchdown, a two pointer, just to force overtime, and then still get a few mess ups by the Browns. I think did not the Raiders miss a field goal? Yeah. The beginning OT, the, and then they finally made one. Eh, they just can't help themselves. But of course, the Browns going to brown, and then the Raiders finally got a win because of that. I was who was going to stink this up more in overtime? <laughs> Bizarre game, but very entertaining.
0: Yeah, true, and it's just crazy to see like all these quarterbacks uh, this year. Everyone is throwing for crazy yards. I mean. Derek Carr had like almost four hundred forty yards, four touchdowns yesterday. Right. I mean, we're seeing so many yards being slung everywhere.
1: It's getting extra weird this year because you look at it. It's it's stats have just been getting inflated over the years. This year, it's getting insane. I'm trying to find the stat. Here's the stat that I saw. That Michael David Smith retweeted from uh, the, the Joe Montana
0: basketball.
1: one. No, no, no. This yeah. is different. There were five four hundred yard passing games on Sunday this
0: week. <laughs>
1: There were also only five 400-yard passing games for the entire decade of the 1970s.
0: Oh, my God.
1: It's just a different sport at this point. It yeah, really it is. A, a different sport. It's, it's just insane.
0: Well, Brent, as Patriots fans, I'm a little bit nervous because the Ravens look like the Ravens do like every six years or so, the and they look like a team that... We, they could give us real trouble in like a playoff game or so, like a wild card matchup or something like that. Right. So. I
1: absolutely agree. No, I think they look good. I think they look like the best team in the AFC North because the Bengals are starting to get beat up. They had that formula again, and now they've added an offense. John Brown, the little guy yep. coming over from Arizona, has been great there. They can run the ball. They have a good defense again. Flacco is, is PO'd, pissed off, because everyone is saying he's washed up, Lamont Jackson should start now. Nah, Flacco's having a great season. Ravens look good. They are contending the AFC for sure.
0: Yeah, they're scaring me, and especially going into Pittsburgh and with a struggling team that, yeah, I mean, right. you know they were motivated against their rival last night, too.
1: Right, so. that's a nasty rivalry. For them to win that game, even with Pittsburgh struggling, because you know the Steelers had to win that, like you said, yeah. That Ravens are good. They're not quite Jags, Chiefs good, but they're right there with the Pats of the next two right now, but you know they'll be good down the stretch.
0: Are you are you counting the Steelers out, or are you still thinking they'll make the playoffs? Well,
1: I'm counting them out in terms of being a true contender, but who knows what can happen. 9-6-1-ish and is still on the table, especially if Bell comes back, and for some reason there's some kumbaya outside moment where, where they all come together, and, and he plays out this year. You, you never know. The AFC... Although uh, then it looks lo- it looks loaded right now, but you never know when, when all, half of these teams fall back down to earth. Wild card's are on the table. Super Bowl,
0: no. Well, I want to just say this: like looking forward to next week, um, the Falcons visit the Steelers, and this seems like a game that the winner uh, still can keep you know decent playoff hope. I know it's only week five next week, but it still seems like this is a huge game for both teams. Uh, Falcons one and three, Steelers one, two and one. Um, yep. And I don't know, man. Like, the Falcons, I feel like are the better team, but the Steelers are obviously going to be favored for this game. So
1: yeah, with those injuries, the Steelers might might be the better team. I don't know. The Steelers are favored. I think the Steelers are going to win it. The Falcons look like they're they're having the season from hell at this point. Unfortunately, I, I do think the Steelers won the point in this one.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. i uh, I think i I'd, I'd be leaning more towards the Falcons, but who but knows. They're, they're,
1: yeah, well, it would be a fun game. Pittsburgh would really be in dumpster fire mode if they lose that one. But Atlanta, Atlanta can score. Pittsburgh hasn't been able to consistently show that. They struggled against Baltimore, which is a good defense. I think they're going to be locked and loaded, and they're going to be scoring points against Atlanta. I'm not sure the Falcons keep that that pace up on the road this time. Falcons really are defeated at this point.
0: Well, once the Steelers get Le'Veon Bell back, I'm I think their offense will start to explode even more as well, so... Right. I don't know we can definitely see them. I could definitely see them even winning that division still, even with the Ravens being so good. Honestly. Right. If they yeah. don't drop too many games before Bell gets back, then they have a. Yeah. Legitimate well, they try. usually
1: make a run. They were four and five a couple years ago, and all of a sudden they won every game until the AFC Championship, and then lost in the. Lakers. Steelers can still do this. They they have their swoons as well.
0: Yeah, I guess we'll see uh, next Sunday. Um, another great marquee game next week. Um, Jags at Chiefs. We'll see yeah, Mahomes get week. another tough defense.
1: Yeah. This is um, this is the game of the week. Whether or not Casey wins this game, Mahomes is driving now down 10 here in the final 10 minutes, so we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, it's a big one. You know, at the very least, the winner is going to be 4-1. This game is in Kansas City, tough place to play. But the Jaguars have a defense. We're really kind of going to see a, a great defense, probably the best defense in the league against a great offense, possibly, at least the best offense in the AFC here. It's, it, they're explosive on, on both sides, really, in terms of the defensive office, The Jags, D, Chiefs, so. should be a good one. I'm interested to see who Jalen Ramsey plays on, if the Jaguars go, go more man, go more zone. I'm still kind of figuring out who I'm going to pick in that one. I kind of want to pick Jacksonville, but I'm, I might be dumb for doing so.
0: Yeah, there's no way I think I could pick Jacksonville for that game. I mean, it's in Kansas City, too, loud crowd. Mahomes yeah. playing a good defense, but... Uh, The Jags' offense it just sucks unless they're playing the shitty Patriots defense in their Week offense. 2.
1: No, Blake Bortle, their offense isn't great, but their defense is so good. You never know when they can just completely shut a team down.
0: True. We'll see.
1: I think I'm more inclined to pick them if the Chiefs come back and win this game because then they, they would you know, get by by the skin of their teeth, think everything's all right, and then they face place a real defense. Denver's a pretty good defense at home. They're not a great defense. Yeah, the Jags, then... I think I'm leaning towards the Jags. It's crazy that stuff.
0: Oh, wow. That'd be crazy. <laughs> um, what about what do you think about Colts at Patriots this uh, Thursday?
1: Seems like the perfect storm. The Colts are coming off playing five quarters. T. Y. Terrible,
0: Hilton's right,
1: hurt. Right That's a terrible heartbreaking loss. T. Y. Hilton's hurt. Edelman coming back for the Patriots. It really has the look of a disaster game for the Colts. But it, I, you never know. This might be a game where luck throws fifty passes. N. C. State. Naheem Hines looking pretty good. Yeah, he looks great. Right. Maybe Luck dumps it off to him a few times, Find some guys in the slot. I'm not sold on the Patriots' defense yet, so I'm not going to act like this is going to be a blowout, but there's no way the Pats lose this game. I don't think it's going to be a great Thursday night one for anyone that's not a Pats fan.
0: Well, to rewind a little bit, the Colts and Texans played this weekend, and there's a very um, – some people like the call, some people don't to go for it on that fourth down in overtime, like on their own 30-yard line. Right. And for that one, that was very interesting because – Um, I'll go ahead and say, like, I'm on the side where I don't think they should have went for it. I mean, it's easy to say now because they didn't get it. Even though Andrew Luck was on fire, and it was short. I mean, pretty short yardage was fourth and four, right? It was um, fourth and
1: four around their own 40. And I'm one of the few who kind of likes it. Obviously, it looks dumb now only because it was at their own 40-ish, not, not their 30-ish, because if you miss it, it's still not automatic field range for Houston. And you look at the scope of the cold season, if, if they basically, they're going to tie most likely if they punt it. It's like a 1-2-1 and one when you look at the Titans and Jags at that point. 3-1, they're already better teams. You want to be in the wild card hunt. If you look at the scope of their season, not sure Frank Reich, the head coach, is doing that at the moment. If you look at that, though, I, I kind of like the call. It didn't work out for them and that's usually what happens to the Colts nowadays. I'm actually one of the few who don't mind it. I don't love it, but I don't hate it like most people, I assume, do.
0: Well, the the reason I have an issue with it is because there is so little time on the clock that even if you do get that first down, then I still don't think you have a chance to make a field goal anyway.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, there was I think there was a little over a minute remaining. Am I wrong?
0: I, I thought there was like 30 seconds or so. You might be right. I just, because yeah. I remember looking at the clock. Like, well, even if they do get this, right. then
1: so, um, Dan Orlovsky put a big video up on on Twitter. Oof. You know, he's on ESPN now. He did say kind of the coach would be sending a message to his team. I agreed with this. That you can't trust luck to pick up four or five yards and get your team. You know, in in position to win that game. Because if they can't do that, then what do you really think about your season overall? Obviously, True. we all bolts aren't going to be that great, but they have to believe in that locker room. I, that's why I'm prob like I said I'm in the minority here. I I don't hate as as much as other people do.
0: All right. Well, um I guess we'll see this Thursday uh, how they respond to that, but so here's a new segment of the Matt Batcher podcast. We're going to call it the MVP of the week. And Brent, I'll let you get the first stab cuz I have uh I have two in mind for my MVP of the week, but who who does yours go to?
1: MVP of the week. It feels lame to go back to Thursday. Obviously, Trubisky is could definitely get this award. He was awesome. I think the Tampa Bay defense was atrocious, so I'm gonna give this to Jared Goff against that Vikings defense. Obviously, yeah. a lot of this is on Sean McVay, McVay and his schemes. He looks like the next Belichick on the offensive side. He does, He's man. Like Thirty-two years old, but Goff, the jump in year three, you supply him with some weapons. He he threw for over 450 yards on 22 completions. That <laughs> is like Madden or me playing ESPN NFL 2K5 stuff. Unbelievable performance against the Vikings defense that was beat up, but still. But still, one of the was,
0: best man, was a best great defense. In the, league.
1: the Rams look awesome. This this was there. This this was a great performance. I I I don't think you can give it to anyone else other than Jared Goff.
0: Well, for me, I can't believe my very first ever. Uh, MVP of the week is going to go to this person. But okay. Andy Dalton is getting my MVP of the week.
1: Andy Dalton?
0: Because we're so used to seeing them be so unclutch. And he came through at the last moments of the game to to beat the Falcons on the road, stay 3-1, and one, and uh, be tied for first in that division.
1: Yeah, it was a huge win on the road. He threw, what, it was seven seconds remaining? Yeah. definitely the most clutch moment of Dalton's career, I would
0: assume. Yeah, me too, so... I give him the MVP of the All week, right. um, a good pick. and I mean, obviously Jared Goff had the better game and Trubisky. Right. I just Trubisky a his, his was good, but um, I gotta I give him to Goff. If I
1: wanted to give a Sunday one, I would throw it really quick to um, to Mike Vrabel for going for it. I talk about going for it on the fourth downs. He went for it on that because we didn't really touch on that. We talked. Oh, yeah, Titans Eagles. Right, he went for it on that fourth and two at the Eagles' thirty, down three in overtime. No, if he didn't get it, the game's over. He trusted Mariota, who had already converted a fourth and 15 a few plays earlier. Mariota got it, and they eventually won the game. I like that for Mike Vrabel. He looks like the coach of the year at this point. Oh,
0: uh, yeah, he yeah. looks great, man. We that's need to great. get him back on the uh, right. on our coaching.
1: <laughs> he could be the Alton MVP uh, for, for the week, but we have golf and, and Dalton. Good pick. Golf
0: and Dalton, yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, you have anything to plug?
1: I have nothing to plug personally, other than my, my column that's already out since we're taping this on a Monday. So instead,. If we have like a minute or two, I'm just gonna ask you because I thought the album was okay, not not unbelievable. It's better than Carter Four, but Carter Four is more nostalgic for me. I'm obviously talking about Lil Wayne's Carter Five. What you think? Knowing that you're
0: a big fan. Oh man, you're gonna hate me for saying this honestly, but I think it's probably his second best work of all time, dude. I really? dude, I really love this album so much. I'm going to have to
1: give it more listens It I'm giving it two.
0: Why do you think so? No, like the more that I listened to it, the more I liked it, man. And then you have like, you have some good appearances, like from Travis Scott, from XXXNation, who obviously uh, died not long ago. Right, right, right. Um, and then you just have like these great songs. Like Used To is one of my favorite songs on the album, I would say. Um, but it just, I don't know. For me, there's not even a song that I skip whenever I listen through the album. I just right. love them all.
1: So I have to give it more listens. You have to I, listen I to I, it a I few like more Uproar. times. It was Beats Beat Uproar is a weird one, but I kind of like it. Everybody oh yeah, that one on
0: Twitter. Yeah, that uh, that beat I think was from like the D was from D four actually.
1: Right, Swiss Beats. Yeah, it's a weird one.
0: But yeah, that People was like a it. it's a great album, man. If you yeah. listen to it a few more times through, because at first, the very night it came out and I listened to it, I was like, oh no, Wayne, I don't really like right. this. But then now, I just like it gets better and better for me.
1: Okay, I'm gonna have to go back then. It's certainly something I'll be listening to throughout throughout October in terms of 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 Carter Five and Drake. October it's October just OVO.
0: This October.
1: It's October. Yeah, I just had to had to make sure you talked about Carter Five.
0: Oh yeah, of course, man. I mean, what about the Kanye album? How come that didn't come out?
1: That's not coming out till November. It looks like at this point he came on and gave a bizarre pro-Trump rant after SNL. That was not on air, but captured via video. And the dude's a mess right now, but I'm still interested in his music. Still a great artist.
0: Yeah, me good too. Good now,
1: great overall. Maybe just
0: good now. Uh, another thing I want to mention before you get off, um, the NBA is approaching really quickly, right. and I can't wait to have you on for NBA pods. We'll have Tyler on, right? And we're all Celtics fans, so it's gonna be a really fun season for us, man.
1: I'm hyped for that, and I know they just played two games against the Hornets should be basically a seventh-month fun trek to what is inevitably Celtics-Warriors in the finals, but we'll talk more about that later.
0: Yep, sounds good. All right, Brent, I hope you have a good week in L.A., man. I'll talk to you uh, Sunday.
1: For sure, same to you. Can't wait to talk about next week.
0: All right, thanks, man. Yep, later. Thanks again for tuning in to the Matt Vatcher Podcast. Catch us next week. We'll talk uh, more NFL Week 5 coming up uh patriots go to colts this thursday excited for that excited for jags chiefs next week and um yeah we're gonna keep going with the pod we'll have nba podcast out uh, in a few weeks as the nba season starts to come around and yeah just thank you guys for listening subscribe uh give us a good rating and uh tell your friends about it try to grow the podcast so once again thank you and have a great rest of your week